there, guys. This is the Not a Competition podcast. With your host, Sean Brady, and my co-host, Mr. Maru Adamu. How's it going, everybody? Happy to be here, Brady. Good. At least that makes one of us. Uh, <laughs> coming in here, uh, <laughs> we uh, we are coming fresh out of week four of the football season. Mario, how how are you feeling? How'd you feel about the the docket of games this weekend that just passed? Uh, a couple heartbreaks. Uh, Eagles played the Chiefs, so Andy Reid came home. Beautiful. Love seeing Big Red, but Eagles were so close to covering. I really thought they would, as my pick alluded to. But they didn't. Right. And then fantasy was tough. Right. I'll say I split. I won in your home league. Oh, pretty good. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're three and one, I believe, in that league, right? Three and one, and then in the inverse in my home league, I'm one and three. Lost a brutal one yeah. to some shitty team. What what team was that? It's your goddamn team. It was. I'd love you to say it. Oh my god, zombie Mario beat me back from the dead, put me in the dirt. Who who's the coach of that? Oh my gosh, your goddamn team. Sean. You goddamn right. For the second time this year, oh my God. laying it up, feeding my team W's. Stop. I will say the other W I got off of you, Mario, not to make you feel bad, but yeah. that team's one and three. You're the only one they could beat. Um, That's <laughs> even to worse. Be fair, they're getting high scored on a lot. Um, they're not terrible, but they're getting high scored on a lot. Um,. In your home league, my team won against some garbage-ass team. Um, oh, my God. Easy victory, easy victory. Won by almost 10. Looking like uh, it might not happen. It was Waller versus Allen with you with, like, a one- or two-point advantage on me. But Waller got the job done. Allen took the day off because I phoned in a favor. He did, dude. He and, did. Uh, it's one week. And that's why we wanted <laughs> Allen is the consistent floor because Allen's a floor yeah. guy. Yeah, well, he spent a lot of time on the fucking floor. Nice. There it is. There it is. Last weekend. But, yeah, I got the dub over you, bringing me to 2-2 and in your home league. 1-3 and in my own home league. I got spanked by my wife. Ooh. That's unrelated to fantasy. Nice. But also, in fantasy, she spanked me, like, two weeks ago or last week, I think. And I'm just getting my booty beat in that league. And I have my PPR league. And again, the league I care least about, I'm the fucking king. Only undefeated team, just faced the second best team. We both put up monster numbers, but in the end, I pulled out. And that's with Travis Kelsey getting me like six points. Tell me how Mahomes throws five touchdowns and doesn't hit Travis Kelsey. Oh my God, because they all go to Tyree Kill, but it doesn't even matter when I can't win that league. Yeah, well, it mattered in, uh, in, uh, Oh, no, it didn't. I came back and won. I was like, I faced him in one league, and it was you. It was me. It was me, and you still beat me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was kind of the only person on your team who scored any points. Oh. Do you have Herbert as your QB? No, I have Josh Allen. He did okay. He, he, did, he did okay. And then the rest of your team took off. Everyone did okay. But you know what? This is the week where Cordell Patterson's bumped Joe up Nixon? to starter. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I've got uh, Mike Davis on the bench after you dropped him. But, yeah, I'm 4-0 in that league. My team's a monster. I think I have, like, 150 more points than second-place team um, on the season. They're just gods. Um, 
So I've got a 4-0, 2-2, 1-3. Uh, kind of varied results here um, in the Fantasy League. Made a, made a trade to anchor up my 2-2 two two trade uh, team this week. You know, went into a game, came out with a uh, switching players, Mario. You want to tell the people at home about the trade that you and I have made in your home league? I'd love to. Uh, so we did a trade. I'm giving you A.J. Brown. You're giving me Kareem Hunt. I mean, on paper, if yes. we're just looking at the rankings, like this is a steal for me. Yes. Um, it depends. Again, there's an injury involved. It, a hamstring, I believe it is. So if, if he just can't get back right, then it's a steal for you. If Tannehill keeps sucking, it's also could be a steal <laughs> for you. Got to remember, he was healthy two games and had over 50 yards zero times. So... Brown, um, not necessarily, and obviously that's why you're willing to make a trade more like this, um, may not play this week, and um, could be a question mark either way, um, seeing how that offense is going. But just to so the viewers know, our listeners know, I don't want them to be like, what an idiot Mario is. Um, they would never. Just this, this <laughs> I think they say that regardless of what you do. Oh, yeah. But this league, me and Mario were specifically, our teams are built somehow to like be ready to trade with each other. Um, I have Dalvin Cook, Antonio Gibson. Um, I just got Damian Williams for the fill-in for Montgomery, but that's besides the point. And Miles Sanders and Mike Davis. And I had Kareem Hunt. So I have a ton of running back depth there. Um, and my wide receivers are Robert Woods, who is not panning out yet, Antonio Brown, uh, Cortland Sutton, Jacoby Myers, Emmanuel Sanders. You know, just like kind of some shots, but nothing's landing so far this season. Whereas, if we head on over to Mr. Maru Adamo's team. Also, Mario, by the way, I beat you this week. Last week, I lost and I moved up a spot. This week, I won and moved down two spots. So I have no idea Roller how, coaster. how this works. Roller coaster. I also love how your whole team's benched for some reason. I'm do- doing a new strategy going in because, like, nothing's been working in this league. Like, we're one in three. So I decided I'm going to start nobody until the games begin because why not? Very risky. I would forget the Thursdays and miss out, but it doesn't look like you have anybody uh, playing Thursday. So you're good. But Mario's team, here it is. He has Joe Mixon, who, if you remember, he traded Joe Mixon um, and uh, Keenan Allen. He got them mm-hmm. for Ezekiel Elliott and Mike Evans. Um, so he's got Joe Mixon as a running back. Strong, Josh Allen as QB. Two strong spots. His RB2 is uh, James Conner, Chase Edmonds, uh, Cordero Patterson. Now it's Cordell Patterson. Not really, yeah. But not really like an established yep. player. Uh, Toss up. RB two spot. Toss up. Um, Zach Moss he has, or had I should say. We'll get into that. <laughs> um, but then for wide receiver he's got Odell Beckham on the bench. He's got AJ Brown. He's got Marquise Brown going off this year. He's got Jamar Chase going off this year. He's got Tyree Kill, and um, yeah, and Keenan Allen who I mentioned earlier. I was like, there's one other guy I'm, I'm missing. So he's got a pretty stacked wide receiver uh, depth chart already. Uh, TJ Hawkinson filling up that tight end spot. Um, so Mario's got a ton of wide receivers. I had a ton of running backs. So obviously Mario taking a hit um, in, in val- value coming into the season. A.J. Brown for Kareem Hunt. It 
is obviously a, a hit there. But with how your team is structured, because now your wide receivers are going to be Keenan Allen, Tyreek Hill, and then you run Marquise Brown, Jamar Chase. You know, there's you have a lot of players popping off uh, on that wide receiver front um, to be your flex player. Uh, and then you fill your RB2 hole now. You get Joe Mixon and Kareem Hunt there. You also traded Zach Moss um, for some future plans here. Mm-hmm. You traded Zach Moss for Montgomery, uh, Chicago, um, looking for him to come back after injury and... Um, you know, maybe Hunt's hot for the beginning of the season and you want to fill in Montgomery or maybe Joe Mixon gets even worse and then you want to take him out of there, you know? And then we got to just take him so, out back. <laughs> building for the future, but a risky take him out. So bad. Old yellow Joe Mixon. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Took a minute. Um, <laughs> yeah, it had to register. Uh but yeah, you're building for the future, but a little risky, as has been acknowledged in our team chat or our league chat. One in three, um, so making a move. You traded, yeah, you traded a guy with four touchdowns through three games, um, and about two hundred yards. You traded him for a uh, a potential guy that you could see in four or five weeks. Um, so, you know, risking maybe some of the wins now for wins at the end of the season. We got the extra game this year, so uh, could be a valid strategy, but. What do you what are you thinking with that trade? Yeah, so with them Zach Moss for Montgomery trade, I'm looking at my team and I was really looking at who is a potential a high end RB two that just had a down week. Uh, that I could try to target. You know, like Barkley's starting to look good again. Zeke has looked right. better than ever. Same with uh Derek Henry. Talvin Cook was one that was kind of on my radar. Uh, but you have him. Uh, so I don't, right. it was weird to make another trade with yeah. you. And I actually... Yeah, and I wasn't getting rid of him. Dalvin Cook will be one of the uh, best running backs in the league at the end of the season, barring more injuries, I think. We'll see. Because I, I, in your home league, I tried to trade uh, Daryl Henderson for Dalvin Cook. Guy shot it down. Okay. Yep. Um, uh, some guy, in, uh, not to mention to our fans here, some guy tried to trade you... Um, <laughs> It was a 10 for 9 trade. Yeah, he tried. I've been trying to get Devontae Adams from this guy. I think he's had enough of it. So he offered me an entire team swap. Um, And it was mostly Devontae Adams and, like, his bench. (laughs) (laughs) It was a lot of trash. But um, he declined it before I even had a chance to. He pulled the offer from the table. So that's a power move, art of the deal. But so David Montgomery. as of now, like Zach Moss has been killing it on a per game basis. Same with, um, you know, Montgomery has been as good on a per game basis. But my thoughts were, I think he has a higher ceiling, Montgomery, and we're kind of just making that push for yes. like a higher ceiling. Right now, we don't need him with Cordell Patterson, with Hunt, and with Mixon healthy. So this is kind of like, listen, yeah. we weren't going to start Zach Moss anyways. So let's just kind of trade him for like a lottery ticket. And, and Zach Moss, like, uh, not that it diminishes him at all, but it's like he was a waiver pickup. You know, I'm very happy he I got him, but like he was a waiver pickup. I'm trading him for Montgomery. Yeah. That feels good. Turned a waiver pickup into um, someone who was going top 10, well, top 15, probably at the beginning of the season. Um, I think anybody would respect that trade. Yeah. Um, the other thing is like, it, the timeline's rough, but you do have, um, with bringing in two running backs, you do have 
the depth now to get there. And he'll be coming right around um, a lot of... Uh, a lot of bye weeks. weeks. You so, got it. Uh, that's good. Um, but depending on how it goes right now, could end up uh, losing some games. But are you starting Zach Moss even if you had him? You got no. your Daryl Patterson. And they're very similar players. They're, they're guys who have had good games but also are like in weird split, uh, split committees. Um, Moss obviously increasing touches as the weeks go on. Um, and Cordell Patterson not really increasing touches just yet, but when someone's this explosive, how do you keep the ball out of their hands? You know, he's making do with a little. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. This one's a, this one's Maybe a flyer. Give him more touches. I'll say like last note on this is just like going into this year, especially after the Mixon trade happened, and you know, truthfully, like Zeke's been popping off, Mixon's been a little meh, but Mixon's our homeboy. We're happy to have him. But like, we're just, this is the year we're doing trades. Fantasy football, at least in my leagues, have always yeah. been like a one, two trades tops, like in the entire league. So this is like I've already committed three trades. Um. I'm just, like, wheeling and dealing, you know? Like, I wanted to feel alive this year. Yeah. Trades always feel weird, though. I mean, even this one that we made, I like A.J. Brown better. I have the running backs to – not that I love Sanders or whatever in my flex, um, but I have uh, the running backs to kind of fill that depth. And even if I want to move Sanders out of it and throw um, Antonio Brown in the flex or Robert Woods, um, I feel good with that. Um but even coming out of that trade, I'm like, I think I, I made off a little better with the hopes that A.J. Brown bounces back to who, if he does become a top 10 wide receiver again, um, then I think I've made out better here. And if Hunt obviously regresses to his mean, I think this trade I've made out better. But even in my, then, in my head, I'm like, you don't feel good coming out of a trade until it's all on the table. Like, I always feel like I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I wanted to do that. Like even even in a trade like this where I feel pretty comfortable with the trade, mm. I uh, you have like almost like a regret to you here. Mario, I have some questions I want to get to here, um, and then I think you're gonna take us into a little spiel. I was gonna do a top five power rankings. I didn't do that uh, this week. Dagger. Um, but I do have some questions here. I found an NFL article where they are. Um, Naming the contenders and pretenders of the two and two teams. Oh, um, I want to tell you a team. I want you to tell me if you think they are a contender or a pretender. Love it. Seattle Seahawks. In my eyes, contender. In the eyes of this article. In the pretender. I- pretender. Yep. Oh they my say, god. Um, they only make the playoffs in 43.7% of simulations. It's a tough division. We, we had that problem week one when we were right. talking about, like, can the entire NFC West go to the playoffs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. And part of that is they have the 49ers uh, as a contender. So I'm sure there's Disagree. some... Disagree. <laughs> I kind of feel like the 49ers have looked a little rough they're not really giving kittle any any work there so i'm i'm worried about them i wouldn't say they're pretenders or contenders i just don't know about them what do you think of the kansas city chiefs kansas city chiefs 
gotta be contenders right they are okay yes. yes their defense is like hot dog shit but like they're, st- they're still uh ah, i mean the offense is so potent half their wins are against the eagles so you got to think about that like is that does that even count as a win <laughs> that's fair that i'll give you that one but I'm, I'm a fan of the eagles this year i don't think they're amazing but i think they're a team that can steal victories from good teams and lose to bad teams they're one of those what do you think of the Tennessee Titans? Tennessee Titans. Ooh. Could be a little bit of a foreshadowing to mine, but I'm going to throw them with the, the pretender flag. Ooh, okay. Um, the thing that they note here is they make the playoffs 60.9% of simulations. They play in the AFC South. Yeah. So you kind of you kind of get playoffs automatically almost. <laughs> by just being <laughs> mediocre. Um, so they have that there. What about Washington football team? Big time phonies. Washington. They are contenders, actually. Contenders? They say Washington makes playoffs 51.2% of the simulations as the second wild card team. I could see them maybe. They do get Giants and Eagles four times, so maybe that helps. It's the definitely- defense. Uh, you know, my reasoning as to why they don't make the playoffs is they don't win the division. I think Cowboys win it. And then, like, we just talked about, it's like, how many NFC West teams can get in? And if it comes down to an right. NFC West team or Washington, I just can't see Washington. I could see Washington squeaking in because um, I, I could see the NFC West team splitting wins so much that they're all kind of not, not sh- strong enough. They're all kind of just solid. Um, so if Washington can steal enough wins, and I believe their strength of schedule for um, the teams they're facing in the future is not exceptionally high here. I believe um, that. So are, uh, they have to play the Falcons too, right? Or did they already play the Falcons? I forget. Washington, they, um, they just beat the Falcons. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, what about New Orleans Saints here? Mm-hmm. We have two more here. Mm-hmm. New Orleans Saints being one of them. New Orleans Saints. Okay, let's think about it. They beat the Packers. They beat the Pats. Mm-hmm. They lost to the Panthers and the Giants. Losing to the Giants automatically <laughs> gives you the phony flag. So I'm going to say they're pretenders. Okay. They are listed as pretenders with a playoff chance of 42.8. Um, mostly not- because they're just a really confusing team because of who they beat and who they lost to. And, and you know. And Jameis is confusing. There's a lot of, you know, you thought he'd fly, but it seems like the coaches are worried about him getting interceptions, so they kind of just keep... They're reeling him in. They, they need to let Jameis be Jameis. Just pick Hill if you're going to play, like, the short game shit. Funny mm-hmm. right? Finally, the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears. Duh, Bears. The Bears have lost to the Rams and the Browns, but they beat the Bengals and the Lions. Those are some... Some like wimpy ass teams that they beat. No offense, Bengals, I love you. <laughs> so I gotta say, phonies, pretenders. They are phonies. Twenty four point one percent chance to make Woo! the playoffs. They're um, not beating Green Bay. They, yeah, they say my uh, models strongly weigh of- offensive line play, um, and the Bears unit forecast to finish in the bottom five in the NFL. What I will say is Justin Fields. You know you get. A, if your quarterback is really like 
running a lot, a mobile quarterback, you can have a shittier offensive line, and they'll they'll do better. So I'm not. It's not. It could be less mm-hmm. of an issue with Fields back there rather than Dalton. Um, but I don't see them. They're like a 500 team in my head or something. I see I mean, that. You can't be 500 anymore. <laughs> somewhere around. They got a tie somewhere. No, I, I see it though. Like compared to like Pittsburgh and Big Ben, it's like, hey, like you have a shitty offensive line and Big Ben's forty-five, so like, right, <laughs> that don't work. Um, Mario, why don't you uh, tell the world about Mario's phonies? So this is my list of phonies. So every week I want to pick some teams. Uh, truthfully, there was no rhyme or reason to these teams. It was just like in my heart of hearts, who do I go on about a lot? Um, or who do I think is like? is giving the perception of success, but not really earning it. That's fair. Okay. So I'm going to start. Um, gonna This is my top five. going to start with number five. Number five are the Cardinals. They're still phonies in my eyes. They're the only undefeated team in the NFL. But yep. they're still phonies to me. But I've respected them enough to call them the least phony of the phonies. What makes them phonies to you? Are you like, that offense is actually shit? I or just don't like, buy it. Oh, the defense is so bad. The, <laughs> like, I feel like they've just like somehow like tricked us that they're four and zero, and it's just like, bro, stay woke. Like, I'm not falling for this. Like, you guys really aren't this good. All right. That's the best way to describe it. It's like, mm, I got this gut feeling that we're being bamboozled, and it's like I'm trying to wake up the sheeple. Yeah, the highest scoring offense in the league garbage voice you heard it here first come week 17 <laughs> when the cardinals are 5 and 12 and it's just like wow how do we end up here and it's like guys i hate it to be and the guy washington washington's <laughs> making it in there. <laughs> uh, number four who's next yeah number four is minnesota they're kind of a team i've been calling phonies for about a year now and i kind of thought right. this would be the year they'd start to pick it up like they have all the offensive pieces right like you got thylian right. you got jefferson their quarterback is fine enough, and they got yeah. Dalvin Cook. He's fine enough. He's fine. He's top half. He, he he's my main worry with that offense, at least. I don't like my thoughts are. I don't like, think he's bad, but I don't think he's bad. Like but you gotta Tony think Romo. if he can, if you can just throw the ball to again, you're like all star wide receivers. It's like I don't know. So they're one and three though. So, but I, I think they might have had take. Yeah, it's hard to go too hard on the phony when they're not like showing up yet exactly but they were showing up and you were like i still think they're bad you know it's tough to phony phony trap a vikings one and three team exactly like they're not trying to like mm-hmm. be who they aren't okay moving on yeah number three for phonies i'll call them the panthers phonies uh not just okay. because the eagles are playing them this week which is a fact there <laughs> so i needed to just get that in their head that maybe they they're phonies <laughs> If any Panthers listen to this, he's going to be questioning himself this week. <laughs> so, uh, they're three and one, but they don't feel like three and one to me. They feel like a fake three and one. And it felt good until this week that just passed. And again, a lot of it's their defense. Their defense is is performing very well right now. Um, you know, the offense is just solid. Yeah, uh, so I am happy for Darnold that he's like free from the clutches of the Jets, though. Right. Number two? Yo, that Bulls, Bill's defense is fucking monstrous. Yeah, yeah, Bill's defense. I guess zero, zero helps keep the points against down. <laughs> they're, they're giving up 11 points a game right now. That's not bad. Uh, it's okay. 
Next up, number two, we got the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Another three and one team. Okay. I'm buying what you're selling there. You know, I just don't think that we're going to be talking about them come November. So, they're phonies, and they got a good matchup this week, right? Who are they playing this week? Denver. Uh, that's a great question. I just saw uh, it. Pittsburgh. Sheet here. They're playing Pittsburgh. This is a good phony test, right? Because I think, like, Pittsburgh's pretty bad, and I think the defense, I think the Broncos' defense could disrupt Big Ben. But if they can't do that, then it just exposes the phony even more. Right. Um, let me try and guess your last phony here. Last phony. Last one, fast one. Give me two guesses here. You got two. I'm going to go with Oakland Raiders. Ooh, no, but that would have been a good phony. That's, that would you be an honorary mention. Last? <laughs> Wait, did Browns? Did you say Browns yet? Didn't say Browns. Browns I wouldn't even call an honorary mention. I think Browns are legit. Oh, okay. Um, my other guess was going to be for, uh, where are they? Um, D- Dust Bears? Um, but I think everybody thinks they're bad. Yeah. No, um, I kind of alluded to it earlier when we were talking about, uh, your Pretenders game. No. Was it the C? What the hell? Were- oh, 49ers. Nope. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, the what Titans. The, fuck? the Titans. The Titans. Really? The Titans lost to the I Jets. I like the Titans. I love the Titans. Yeah. I love Derrick Henry. I do like AJ Brown, even though he just shipped him. Julio's a great guy. I think Tana Thrill's electric. But, buddy, you cannot lose to the Jets. So that puts them at the yeah, top that's bad. of my that's phone bad. alarm. In overtime. Granted, you didn't have your two best wide receivers, but like... They didn't have any wide receivers. It's the Jets, bro. It's the Jets. That was that was a Corey Davis revenge game. We don't talk about that enough. <laughs> and he got it. <laughs> so that's it. Um, that's my phony ranking. Excellent. Phony list. Are they going to change every week, or is this just a, a one-week... Option. Ah, you know, I think that every week they're gonna be updating. Some of them are gonna be new editions. Some are gonna repeat. I can Ooh, see the cards right. on here. The cards. If the yeah. cards become six and zero, oh, maybe we take them off the phony list. But I don't know. They're, they're right, still right. hovering. All right. Well, that takes us uh, into our our Google Sheet 2021 odds. Let's go over it quickly. We're gonna go over our league draft for the season. Where Mario, if you remember last week, you were two games ahead of me. This week, you are two games ahead of me still. 31 to, and 33 is my record. Consistent. 33 and 31. Um, some just points of note, just so we can get this over with. I have the two undefeated uh, or winless teams, I should say. The Jaguars and the Lions with the, the Jets getting a win for you. Um, then, I don't know what's happening. Some, some video started playing in my ear. <laughs> Doing it live. What is this? All right, I shut it down. Okay, uh, so we got... I have the 2-0-4 teams. You were saved by the Jets' victory. You have the only undefeated team, the Phony Cardinals. Um, so you're like, wow, I'm getting shit house right here. But when it comes down to it, um, <laughs> I have a lot of teams that um, are 3-1, and 2-2. Two and, two, and you have like seven 1-3 teams. So you have teams that are just barely getting a win out here. Um... And I have more, like, middle-of-the-road type teams. Uh, to, you know, with the Chiefs, we were hoping for more than 2-2. Two and two. But anyway, uh, you're two games up in our league draft, so congratulations to you. I'm going to head over to our seasonal ranks now. We're going to talk about our uh, best at each position. You want to run us through here? Yeah, of course. So 
quarterback, you had Russell Wilson. I took Lamar Jackson. This is the first week yep. that I can remember that uh, Russell Wilson has surpassed Lamar Jackson. 89 and a half like to, to hear that. 89. Don't like that, but there's a long season left. Next Ooh. next up, we got running back Dalvin Cook, your pick. Derrick Henry, my pick. Derrick Henry, <sighs> 89 and a half to a, to a whopping crushing. 33. This one's tough. I, hey, he missed a week. He missed a week. Oh, my he God. He should be at 45 or something. <laughs> Again, like, there's God, still time to trade points. him for Daryl Henderson. I think that's a good trade. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing, next we got wide receiver. You picked Diggs. I picked Hill. Hill's, I think Hill last week has surpassed Diggs alone. Uh, Hill's at 70.3, Diggs 36.5. Yeah, Hill's really doing um, the old locket. He's, uh, he's, but his floor is like 10 points and locket's (laughs) floor was like two did, but Hills Hills had two big games I think so far this season, and then two fine games. Which Whereas is, Diggs is just like slow and steadying it, and having like some off games. So, uh, not not as excited for that one. No, but we take it. But just speaking of logic, try to switch it up so we don't both go Hill. And here I am. <laughs> um, I just want to just touch on Lockett really quick. Lockett in his four games this year, twenty two points, twenty three points. Three points, two points. So no, that's so lock it. You gotta love it. So you, lock it. You gotta love it. That he can't see. So <laughs> Next, we got tight end. You got Kittle. I got Andrews. Very close. Uh, Andrews ahead, twenty-five point three to Kittle's twenty-three point six. Yeah, Andrews has what one big game and then a, a bunch of middle of the road. Yeah. Kittle, a bunch of middle of the road, higher than Andrew's middle of the road, but nothing. He hasn't had a big game yet. He hasn't had his Kittle breakout game where he gets like 110 yards and a touchdown. And he right. makes men look like 23 boys. 23 points is his breakout game. It's one game for him <laughs> some seasons. So hoping that they utilize him a little bit more. Debo Samuel been doing all the dirty work over there. Loving that as a Debo Samuel owner. <laughs> we got two left. We got kicker. I picked Tucker. You picked Bass. Tucker's ahead 47 to 45. The two highest scoring kickers. So, like, kudos to us for. Yeah, we're doing a great job out here. For knowing that. Speaking of the highest scoring, why don't we go over to defense? Defense. This one, uh, yeesh. So, we got you pick Tampa. I picked the Los Angeles Rams. Tampa's ahead 30 oh, to 18. Tampa's not highest scoring. They're only sixth. Yeah, they're not that high. I didn't know what you were getting at with that. Uh, Tampa's. I thought, I thought they were the tops. <laughs> no, the, Tampa's like the top. Game. They basically got nothing, I guess. Yeah, uh, and now you may be confused because, like, the Rams had 18 points last week. So, like, why wasn't this updated? It was updated. The Rams scored zero points on defense. Oh, last week was when the uh, Tampa Bay did nothing. They got zero last week. Yeah, it was kind of a, I don't know, it was a, quite a game, that, uh, that New England-Tampa game. Electric. Yeah. New England. Oh. <laughs> Almost had it. Almost had it. And, you know, I had the kicker, so I was hoping he made it. I hope he, I wanted him to drill it. Not that it would have changed the outcome of our game, but. Uh, he did doink. Was, um, but that's yeah, it. Uh, let's take, yeah, great job with our ranks. Let's head to our season web wagers here. This is where we have certain um, bets that we've made against each other. Um, Najee Harris, the top 15. I said yes. Mario says no. He's currently 12. Yeah. Running backs. So I'm, I've got advantage there. I think just to go over our season ranks again, you have uh, the lead in um, 
almost everyone except for quarterback and defense and two of them are like almost out of reach already so we'll see how that goes um looking much better for you than me in that one but down here in web wagers i think we're on a little bit more even ground uh next up we have over under of eagles winning six and a half you said yes i said no currently have one win same thing for the patriots but at nine and a half they also have one win so looking a little dark for him uh justin field starts by week 6.5 is a wash any rookie wide receiver in the top 25 um would get mario the win he says there'll be at least one right now jamar chase still sitting comfortably let's in do the it. top 10 let's do it um yeah he's he's the only one though you only have one poker chip there currently uh, everybody else has fallen out at all the rest of the rookies justin herbert finishing a top 10 qb you said yes i said no he is currently 14th joe burrow finishing top 15 he is currently 19th both of them four spaces out of where you're expecting them um so the the young second year quarterbacks not really pulling the weight for you i have a small advantage in those categories currently then you went to your tried and true Pittsburgh top five defense. You said yes. I said no. Currently 14. Started out the season great. I think the offense is finally tiring oh, these guys big out. Ben. They're, they're, Big Ben. Big Ben sucks. <laughs> big Ben. Big Ben's rough. He might need to be hurt. Like he might need to be like benched. But you can't be, Can you bench Big Ben if you're Mike Tomlin? No, because they didn't. They don't have a, a touted QB behind him. They have Haskins. They had someone. No, no, yeah, right. <laughs> Thanks for arguing my point there. <laughs> oh. um, no, but like they didn't draft a young QB and are like got him sitting behind them, mm -hmm. you know. And and the fans are like, we want to see this guy. Nobody wants to see Haskins. People are like, just let Big Ben go in until he dies. Oh my God! <laughs> like, At this rate, that's sooner than we later. Don't get though. Anything better? <laughs> he might be dead now, and he's just uh, weekend at Bernie'sing out there. I always see the center running behind him, just moving his arms in the same pattern. Um, <laughs> next up, we got Pitts versus <laughs> Fant in the battle of tight ends. You said Fant would be better than Pitts, and you have been right so far by about nine points. Uh, that Atlanta offense looks like piss. Except for <laughs> Patterson. League winner. Uh, Julio Jones, top 20 wide receiver. I said no. You said yes. He is currently number, it's nice, 69. There it is. Oh, but that's very far from 20. That is pretty far from 20, 49 spots. But, I will say he uh, was hurt a game. I think he was on track until he got hurt. Right. He was not. Um, <laughs> he was, he, I believe he was 43 uh, or something last week when we did this. So not on track. On track. Speaking of injury, closer. though. <laughs> uh, Joe Mixon, top 15. Is he going to play this week? Who knows? You said yes. I said no. He is currently 10. So depending on this week we'll see robert woods a top 20 wide receiver i'm out of my mind he has not been looked at this season but wait still 36 not too bad not too he's, bad he's, he's in a position where he gets one cooper cup game he's back in the top 20 baby nah, he doesn't uh, eat breakfast with matt stafford <laughs> well maybe he'll start chris carson top 15 speaking of people who might be out this week Oh you my said God. <laughs> yes. I said no. Chris Carson currently number 19. So I've got a small edge on that one. Um, I like when we're like a couple off because it means that we set the number probably at a good number to make it competitive. Mm -hmm. uh, Miles Sanders, 
top 20. I said yes, you said no. Miles Sanders said no. <laughs> He's currently 33. <laughs> behind his backup, um, oh. Gainwell, or whatever the hell his name is. Yeah, Gainwell. Terry McScore in top 20. I said yes. Even with Fitzpatrick getting injured, my man is currently 7 after some big game. Um, Crazy. Tyler Lockett, top 20. I said no. You said yes. Currently a yes, but trending no. Yeah, not looking good. Two huge games, like you said. Two total of five points the last two weeks. So if he can keep uh, keep those two and three uh, point games coming, he's going to be looking great to drop out of top 20. So that's our seasonal web wager update so far. Again, this is uh, non-PPR. So if anybody's like, that's not where he is, trust, trust. And the scoring is based off uh, my home fantasy league, which me and Mario both take part in. Pretty standard. Mario. Yes. It's time to discuss week four's picks. Why don't you take us through the positional picks? Yes. The pos- week number four. We doing the five by fives? Or are we doing the uh, the other ones? Uh, the picks. The picks. Okay. So this for one. week number four. Oh, for week number four. Here I am getting ready for week five. Yes, so sir. week. I, I was like, he's doing something. He's doing something. <laughs> All right. So week four, what we do is we each pick a player. Uh, we can't use one that we've already used this season. And then it's just a little head-to-head in uh, non-PPR who gets more points. So quarterback, Correct. you picked Mahomes. Uh, I picked Tannehill. Surprise, surprise. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mahomes came out on top. Tannehill lost to the Jets. You forgot to mention my beautiful theme last week. All M guys on my team. You know, I, I was battle the M's. I was gonna bring it up at the end and be like, you may have noticed the pattern, but you know that plan's Ti now. All Shit. right. I blew it. I blew yeah, it for you. that's okay. Uh, next up, we got running backs. We got Mixon versus Gibson. You picked Mixon. I mm-hmm. picked Gibson. Gibson yeah. came out, which uh, honestly that hurts a little bit because I'm a Mixon guy and you're a Gibson guy. So, right, I, and in our matchup, Gibson beat Mixon in our fantasy matchup. So I'd rather get the win in fantasy and lose this one point to you. I'm pretty pretty happy with how it worked out. That one hurt. And it was by like a, a point or two or something. It was pretty close. That one hurt. Next we got <laughs> DJ Moore versus Chris Godwin. Your Moore came out on top. Uh, I don't know by how much, but it wasn't a good game from Godwin. Um, DJ Moore uh, went off. I believe last week, because uh, Lindsey had him and he went banana sandwiches. Currently, wide receiver four on the season. Who had that in their preseason rankings? He was twenty three point nine last week. Uh, Chris Godwin, I think, had fifty yards or something. Chris Godwin stunk. Yes, they played in a monsoon. Yards. They played in a monsoon. Right. That did, didn't help. Did you, you didn't have him, right? I remember I was playing somebody who had him, and I'm like, oh, I think it was my PPR league, and I'm like. Hey, if you could just do nothing, that would be great. And he did nothing. Because I had Fournette and uh, Jacoby Myers that game. Mm. And I, I won I won that game. Myers, uh, I think, got hurt. to seal the deal. Just Myers keeping, got hurt. I didn't know. Yeah, keep an eye on that. I mean, I watched the game. It had New England in it, so I thought you might have watched it. I did watch it. I didn't see him get hurt in the game, nor have I seen him reported as hurt on any of my teams. But. You know what? I'm thinking of someone from Jacksonville, not Myers. Yeah, he's not. He's not from Jacksonville. Someone in Jacksonville got hurt. Let's oh, let's shit. let's circle back to that. I hate to see it. <laughs> DJ Chark. DJ Chark got hurt. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay, there you go. One you in the there. same. One in the same. Next up, we got <laughs> tight end. You picked Mark Andrews. 
I picked Tyler Higby. Mark Andrews came out on top. Close one. Uh, we have two yeah. left. We have kicker. You picked McPherson, who I believe is the Cincinnati kicker. Maybe. I picked. Okay. <laughs> okay, I picked Carlson, who's the Vegas kicker. Uh, the house does not always win. McPherson took that one. Insane. Uh, McPherson put up a gentleman's five, which means a field goal and two extra points, or a 40-yard field goal and one extra point. I forget. I think it was two. Could have just been one really long field goal. Um, yeah, so he hit, he hit uh, one field goal, two extra points. I was like, this one's over. Five sucks. Carson's gonna go off. Carson had a uh, missed field goal and two extra points, so finished with one point on the on the week. Really Brutal. helped me out here. Brutal, not my week. And last <laughs> up, we got defense. You picked Miami. I picked Buffalo. Kind of hedging myself because I played against Buffalo's defense. Buffalo's defense Correct. went off. They outscored some play. They outscored most players, I'd say. Yeah, they gave up zero, I believe, which is fucking nuts it's pretty good and they had like a touchdown yeah, maybe 10 points right there disgusting so that's our week um, four picks yeah absolutely you want to do our um, five by five here with our five by fives yeah absolutely love that um five by fives we each uh we look at the top 10 or i should say the number 10 ranked player in fantasy from each position qb wide receiver running back tight end defense kicker and we say which group of five rankings they're going to finish in. Will they be one, one to five? Will they be six to ten? Eleven to fifteen? Sixteen to twenty? And so on. Um, for Dak Prescott, I predicted six to ten. Mario, you predicted one to five. He finished uh, in the six to ten range. I, think, I don't know exactly where. But <laughs> somewhere. Somewhere in the six to ten range he finished. Um, so I got the point for that one. Antonio Gibson. I predicted a 6 to 10 range. You predicted the 16 to 20 range. And he finished somewhere around 17, 18, I believe. 16, 17, 18. He was 16 going into last night, uh, Monday's game. And uh, so you came out with points there. Ridley let us all down. I said he'd be 21 to 25. You said he'd be 6 to 10. He finished 31 plus. Uh, when I checked uh, <laughs> Sunday night, he was at 31 or so. Um, so I'm guessing he's probably 32, 33 after Monday's games. Um, next up, Higby. I said he'd be 16 to 20. You said 11 to 15. He was 20 going into Monday night's games. Darren Waller obviously was better than him. I'm not sure if anybody else was. But he moved out of the 16 to 20 range, so no one got points there. RIP. We did have a third point here um, when we look at our kicker. Uh, it was Bass, uh, the greatest kicker in the in the league. Um, and I chose 1 to 5 range. You chose the 6 to 10 range. I was looking at that. I was like, we covered this. We covered this. And I believe Bass was like, I don't know, 2 or something like that. Um, so he, he finished in that 1 to 5 range, getting me the point. Finally... We have uh, the Giants defense. We picked the same range here, 16 to 20. They finished, they were 22 going into Monday night. So uh, close. Probably finished 23 or something like that. So we did not get points there. What if the other two defenses were so bad Mm -hmm. that it bumped up the Giants? Impossible to do. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But hey, 
Who knows? I mean, technically, if the other defenses counted at zero, they were they would have been ahead of the Giants. Um, so, well, not really. They could have been ahead of the Giants and moved back, um, depending on how well the Giants did, which I don't know what they got. Terrific. Um, Moving on. <laughs> yeah, our week four pickums. This is where we pick against the spread for each game in the NFL. And if me and Mario disagree on a decision, then we go head-to-head here for a point. We had four uh, disagreements. Washington at Atlanta. Washington 1.5 favorites. I chose Washington. You chose Atlanta. Washington won that one. Tough. That was a tough one. Came down to the wire. Matt Ryan couldn't hit the game-winning drive. He's getting old. He can't hit much. Okay, let's be nice. Let's be nice. Oh, my God. (laughs) Ask Pitts and number 31 plus Ridley. Um, Carolina at Dallas. Dallas, 4.5 favorites. I was hedging a little bit more on that Carolina defense. The defense didn't do terrible, but uh, the offense didn't do great. Um, and I bet Carolina, you bet Dallas. Dallas won, netting you the point. Easiest pick of my Next life. Next up, <laughs> the phony radar. Uh, <laughs> Kansas City at Philadelphia, easiest pick of my life. Nice. Kansas City, seven-point favorites. I pick Kansas City. You pick Philadelphia. We all know how that story ends. Big Red Kansas got his hundredth win with his second franchise. Happy for him. Uh, great. He's he's a great coach, and he seems like a good person. Um. We got Las Vegas at the L.A. Chargers. L.A. Chargers, three and a half favorites. I chose the Raiders. They're a spunky-looking team going into week four. You chose the Chargers. All the spunk just came out of my boys. (laughs) (laughs) And not in a good way. Yeah. Not in a good way. (laughs) Uh, Chargers took the win, um, beat the spread, and gave you a point. So we split our our pick-ems. I took one off of you in the five by fives and i won four to two against you in our picks for the week making that a total weekly score of eight to five giving me three extra points on you current seasonal record 29 to 21 in my favor as it is and as it forever shall be all right let's move on is that week four in the books week four in the books my friend Okay. Week four in the books. Why don't you tell me what you want to start off with here, posting uh, five by five odds or picks? I like starting with the odds. I think there's the most meat on that bone, and then we can clean up with the five by fives and the picks. You love to. See I like you, you know. To I'm gonna say it. yeah. Odds, picks, five by fives. I think that's the Let's dream order. It. I'm ready to post my odds when you are. Okay, so here we go. For so those they, you going shoot- at home. Odds, that's picking uh, our, our teams against the spread here. We have our Google Sheet. Me and Mario are going to post at the same time, compare our differences, and we'll talk about why we have those thoughts. Count yep. us down, my friend. Here we go. Three, two, one. Reveal. Whew. All right. We, we got some diffies. We got some diffies. We got a lot of differences. I was going to say, where's your hidden little column here? Well, it's, oh a, hi- it's a hidden one, column. Two, three, it's a four, hidden five, column. Five, six, Seven, eight differences this week. Mario, looking to make up some points. Oh, my gosh. Looking to make up some points out here. You want to talk about Ooh, the like samesies first picks. or the differences? What do you want to do? We'll talk samesies. You uh, you copy them over. I'll discuss them, and you just uh, chime in when necessary here. So for the samesies, we have New Orleans at Washington. New Orleans, two-point favorites. We both picked New Orleans. Not confident in that Washington defense just yet. They haven't proven it. Um, for our next samesie, we have shit. There we are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Green Bay at Cincinnati. Green Bay three point favorites. I think that's a little low. 
Cincinnati is three and one, but I think Aaron Rodgers will. Is yeah, Aaron Rodgers is still doing his like fuck you tour. I like Cincinnati a lot this year, <laughs> but not I know, not this you're week. You're a big fan. You were going into the season big Cincy, big LA Charger uh, hopeful. Like the young second year talent in those two uh, QBs, but I don't Spunky. think this is the game for them. Next up, Tennessee at Jacksonville. I think if Tennessee, well, let me say this first. Tennessee is four and a half point favorites. I think if Tennessee was facing almost any other team, we'd be like, I'm scared of what, what, what's going on in Tennessee. Jacksonville, what are you going to do? You know, if they lose the Jacksonville to Ville too, they should be like relegated. They should bring up like the Mets and. <laughs> Because you can't lose the Jacksonville and the Jets right now. Just giving everybody their first win. And uh, with Jacks both- with the shitstorm going on in Jacksonville. Oh my God, Urban Meyer just tornadoing through that. <laughs> so there's like no way this team gives a shit because they want him fired. The players yeah. want him gone, I think. So I think they're just gonna <laughs> totally punt. They're gonna lose by twenty something, and he's gonna go to I USA. I don't know that they're trying to lose or anything, but um, put it on the board. Because I think the players out there are always trying to do their best, get paid too. Uh, New England at Houston. New England, nine-point favorites. Kind of a lot. I will say, as a New England homer, I was tempted to pick Houston here. Not because I think Houston will score a lot, but New England just is slow and steady. Like, And what I saw out of Mac Jones last week against Tampa Bay, I liked. I think he can throw downfield and be good. But I don't know that Belichick's going to unleash him. So until I see that, I don't really like picking New England, which such high, uh, such a high spread. But Houston scored zero points last week. <laughs> so Nine's like, a lot. All they all they need is nine. <laughs> so, <laughs> and New England's defense is pretty close to Buffalo's defense, if not better. So mm-hmm. like, I'm not too worried about Houston going off. But I just don't know if New England will go off enough to cover. But I went New England because I'm a homer, and luckily so did you. Yep. We have Miami at Tampa Bay. Ten-point favorites, Tampa Bay. Ten's a lot. Tampa Bay's great. Miami's, like, a little bad. Their defense is looking actually, like, okay. But the offense is a little shaky. Um, Philadelphia at Carolina. Carolina, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Phony radar. Like, I don't know that Carolina's phonies. I think them and Philly are pretty comparable teams. But that's why I picked Philly. Three and a half. You give me two and a half, Carolina? Uh, I don't know. Three and a half is a lot of points. Three and a half is a full field goal. Um, so I, I went Philly. Homer, Mario, always going to pick Philly. Go Birds. So I wasn't worried about that. Uh, Giants at Dallas. Dallas, seven-point favorites. Dallas, we both picked. I think we like what we see out of their offense. They're on Wouldn't a tear. would be surprised if the Giants were within seven because – Division game, Giants offense, you know, Daniel Jones is doing some stuff there. So it could be close, um, but I I just picked the team I like better. When I'm on the edge, I'm like, this team's better. So they should win by seven. Will they? Who knows? Indianapolis at Baltimore. Baltimore, seven-point favorites. And uh, we both selected Baltimore here. Um, I don't think either of us believe strongly in Indianapolis. Here's a fun um, fact about uh, Carson Wentz. He played mm-hmm. his game that he just played this mm-hmm. past weekend was his first game where he had at least one passing touchdown. Uh, a rushing—I don't know if he had a rushing touchdown. I'm gonna fuck up the stat, but he, it was the first time he 
had a passing touchdown. I think it was no interception and no fumble since 2018. Holy shit. Which is a long time ago. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, hopefully he gets his uh, percentage of the snaps so your Philadelphia Eagles can get their, their uh, lottery pick there in the draft. Three in the top um, ten if, if the season ended today. And boy, do we wish the season ended today based on what we've seen. <laughs> All right, let's talk about our uh, differences. differences. These here. are the spicy Filling ones. up our full pick em column here. Yep. Um, we have L.A. Rams at Seattle. L.A. Rams two-and-a-half-point favorites. When it comes to two and a half, it's like who's going to win this game? And I think LA Rams will win the game. Uh, they didn't look great last week, but they look great every other game this week. I think they bounce back. What's your thoughts on Seattle? So, Seattle, I'm a little worried with Chris Carson out, but it's a division game. and Possibly a, out. We don't know. Possibly out, yeah. Given Unless it's been decided. Then I'm super happy because I picked up columns everywhere. <laughs> so. My biggest thing is this division is just crazy, right? Like the Rams. The Rams had beaten Arizona eight times in a row. And then, you know, you just saw the world get flipped on its head. The Rams looked unbeatable the first three weeks. And then they just had their struggles. So, all that being said, it's in Seattle. That's a little bonus. You know, I believe that. And Lockett's had two bad games in a row, following two good games. So I feel like we're kind of due for that uphill upswing again. Okay. I hear you on that. That's my reasoning. Talking about potent offenses, let's head over to New York Jets. At oh, Atlanta my Falcons. God. Atlanta Falcons, three-point favorites. Mario, you settled in on the Jets. Tell me what you're thinking. I didn't think the Jets would win last week. I thought that they would, even with A.J. Brown out, even with Julio Jones out, I thought they'd cover I think afterwards. Yeah, right? Like, that's not a, sh- a shocking take. I know. But after... I mean, if you thought they'd cover, you thought you'd, you'd pick them last week. But you know. Yeah, so I can't even say that, truly. <laughs> but I I am sipping the Zach Wilson Kool-Aid. BYU's doing good right now. Really? I feel like it's just, like, good things are happening around him. This game's in London, so it's, like, not even a real home game for Atlanta. And Jets are coming off the hot win. Atlanta just lost. And I think... Uh, this shouldn't be forgotten, but they're called the New York Jets, and they're going to Atlanta. Like, you're not taking a Falcon to go from here to London to play the game. The game's in London, not Atlanta. You're taking a Jet to London. You're not... Uh-huh. Does that make sense? I feel like that's a take. Jot that like down. Falcon is definitely the name of, like, a military jet. I'm not so, seeing like, that. Maybe it's better than a regular jet. Who knows? Um... <laughs> Yeah, I just the jet, never picked the Jets. Um, Except when you did. Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> that was an accident. Ooh. Denver at Pittsburgh, and I got I got punished for it. Denver yeah. at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh one point <laughs> favorites. I I think Pittsburgh is a bunch of garbage. I think that offense sucks. I picked Pittsburgh because I think their defense is good, and didn't uh. Who's who's the QB over here in Denver? Is it Teddy Bridgewater? Who the who the hell's over here in Denver again? Yeah, it's uh Teddy throws about. Didn't he get a concussion or something? So like, I don't know. Drew Locke is gonna play. They're... That defense. I don't know, man. I, I I think it is a a close game, and I think both teams look like shit. And I I think Pittsburgh's D pulls it out. Nice. I think Denver's defense is just. I think Vic Fangio is like. The only thing he's good at is a defense. 
and with how bad Big Ben looks, I don't know. I think like I think they get six sacks this game, and I think that I like his personality about this issue though, because he has taken it upon himself. He's like, I look like shit, so like <laughs> he's not just like we all got to play better. He's like, he knows like, it's him. And I can only do so much. What a piece of shit he is, like you know, with his prior history. Mm-hmm. It's it's respectable that he's uh, taking the blame at least, you know. Yeah, this is this is gonna be a close one though. It's going to be a close one. And, yeah, I mean, I Denver's agree. a phony, so let's see if they can get out of that phony zone. Right. Speaking of phonies. Hedging the bets. Hedging the bets. If you play both sides, you always come out on top. Tell me about the next phonies, Mario. Next phonies, great segue, is Detroit at Minnesota. Minnesota by 8.5. I picked Detroit. You picked Minnesota. 8.5 is just a you lot know, of points. You know, it's 8.5 is a lot, and Minnesota is not a very scary team. You know who's like a phony in my book? Who? Oh. And still hasn't won a game, I don't think. <laughs> the Detroit Lions, man. <laughs> the first first two games, they were playing teams hard. Maybe even three games. I was like, you know what? There's some fight in this fucking team. And then like the last game or last two maybe, every time I'm watching, I'm like, these guys fucking suck. They get done. <laughs> they done. You know, yeah. maybe they came into the season with the coach blowing them up and they're like, Everybody thinks you're garbage, and especially speaking of Goff, because, like, Goff, everybody thinks he's garbage. Like, everybody <laughs> thinks he's the problem. He so got, got banished to Detroit. In. So I think it spoke to him and the rest of the team. But it's like the Jets um, back in the day when whoever that fat guy was was their coach. With the Rex Ryan? Who has the brother. Yeah. I love Rex, Rex Ryan. Ryan. really good at firing up young teams. And he fired up that Jets team. But then after they started losing, they you can't fire them up again. When they're seeing the results, Ooh. the life just gets squeezed out of them. So I think Detroit just is like, no, I think they were right. We're terrible. And I think they've kind of given up a little. So I went Minnesota here. You obviously phony report. Eight and a half too high for you to bet on. Many Eight and a half is a lot of so. points. Detroit, Detroit's you know trying to play this game too. You're right though. I uh, like what you mentioned earlier. You watched a Detroit game. See, I, that's the thing is I still haven't watched them play football, and I I'm still under that belief where it's like they're playing teams hard, and I haven't had the. I was excited about them earlier in the year. I was like, oh shit, something about this Detroit team. There's some fucking life in these guys. But and uh, you bring up a I good point also about like having to like to, it's harder to coach a bad team, right? Because if it's a good team and you're just winning, it's like great job, guys, and like that's <laughs> you don't it. Have but it... <laughs> much of a job to do. Don't let it get to your heads. I guess is your main. Uh, that's crazy. Favorite. That's no, always I... what Belichick's good at. Is like Belichick is really good at having a good team and not letting it get to their heads. He likes to. I think he and I don't know if he does it on purpose, but he likes to lose like a couple games before playoffs. To just get the drive going. And then also he likes to um, make them feel like bad guys. Like feel like everybody's rooting against them or whatever. They usually um, are. So that they have this drive. <laughs> I mean, it helps. It certainly helps when they are getting rooted against them. Oh, my God. On the second Take half. Over. Yeah. Yeah. Cleveland at L.A. Chargers. L.A. Chargers one and a half point favorites. Man, doing you dirty Cleveland out here. Doing you dirty, Cleveland. They're a very strong team so far this year, and yet they're not getting the respect that they deserve out here. They're three and one. Chargers three and one. Fairly even uh, points for points against. Slightly both of them in the Browns' favor. 
Um, they are at Chargers, so I see that can influence your decision. You're also a heavy Chargers lover, uh, or Justin Herbert lover, so I can see that too. I feel like Cleveland's at, it's one and a half points, and I'm like, I think Cleveland's going to win, which whenever it's this close, that's all I choose. But I also think Cleveland might win by a touchdown. You're saying they're not respecting Cleveland, and it's a one and a half point spread. Like it doesn't get much more respectful than that, right? Like no, it's a it's a one Cleveland, and a half point. It's one and a half point spread when one of the teams had like ten wins last year, and the other team had like seven or something or like six. It's a new season. Yeah, it's a new season. They both have the same record, and the Browns are have more points for and more less points against. But if you're at home, you get the three points. If this was a neutral ground, Cleveland's favored by a point and a half. I guess. But you mentioned it. I'm super high on the Chargers hype train. Give me some Eckler. Give me some Herbert. Who's their wide receiver? Allen, Williams. I love them. Great offense. Start them all. Cleveland's a good defense, though. It's going to be a good test. This is a good Austin Eckler test. It's going to be a fun game. I feel excited for this game. It could also be another well, Cleveland, Minnesota, where it's the game red zone forgot. You know what? The tough part is like the the matchups here. Um, the the Cleveland's only loss is a three uh, four point excuse me four point loss to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they beat the Texans, the the Bears, the Minnesota Vikings. So like not really that that grade of teams and i believe didn't the chargers beat kansas city beat kansas city in kansas city so if this was the yeah, college playoff great show me game exactly right chargers have a lot um, more they also beat the um the washington football team and the the raiders who look strong until that game they lost to the uh dallas cowboys so cowboys look know, good a solid team um so Next. yeah I, I i see the one and a half but i'm not i'm not buying it Chicago at Las Vegas. Las Vegas five and a half point favorites. I took Even Chicago. Chicago a little bit. Here. I took Chicago. Five and a half is too much points. I think Vegas, a little bit of phonies. Didn't mention them on my phony alert, but they're like an honorable mention. And this is their chance to get in the top yeah, I five. I thought they might be uh, in there. They beat, so far, they beat the Steelers, the Dolphins, lost to the Chargers, and they beat the Baltimore Ravens. So, so they've that's some solid some solid to okay teams yep. I think that kept them um, out of the phonies was their good strength of schedule. Yeah, they did they did well. But if you uh, lose to Chicago, then you're a full blown phony. And you know what? Like this is the week Justin Fields is announces the starter. That's gonna give him a confidence boost. They did just lose Montgomery, but I think that the just Gutschba yeah. into Fields' veins is gonna at they least make him cover. Of, yeah, they kind of Mac Jones fields a little bit last week. Kept them on a chain, not really running too much. Yeah. Took Montgomery down. Maybe the runs change. Maybe he runs a touchdown. I think he's going to be I asked did, to do I a did, little more. I did uh, release fields from one of my fantasy teams. It might be your league. And I picked up Trey Lance. Uh, so my belief has obviously shifted. I've seen much better out of Trey Lance than I've seen out of field so far. Um, so we'll see. I think last point there. I think Fields has finished quarterback thirty-three in every week in the last three weeks. Exactly Consistent. thirty-three. Consistent. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that. That's the fun fact. So next game. I think his biggest game might have been the one where he just ran something in for a touchdown. That was it. <laughs> Gadget so. player. Um, the next Tyson Hill or whatever. Uh, <laughs> next game we got is San Francisco 49ers versus Arizona. At Arizona. Arizona five and a half point favorites as well. I chose the phony Arizonas. I'm I'm yep. not light. I'm not loving what I'm seeing out of San Francisco's offense. Not and either. the defense looks fine, solid. So like it's, it doesn't look domineering, and then like an okay um, offense. And then last year, a lot of times when the defense is good, the offense was like Raheem Mostert. Who is that? I don't know, but he just ran for 120 yards. <laughs> but like this year, it's like mm, we're not really getting that. So, so my thought worried about them. And I'll, I hear that. To me, my thoughts, another NFC West game that we also opposite picks. But I think it's just like the craziest division. It's the wacky division. It's the one where a team can win eight straight and then get blown out. And I think here it's yeah. going to be kind of like the flip side where it's like Arizona looks so dominant going into this. San Fran looks flubbering. And then San Fran's going to win it just because NFC West. Yeah. It, who, who's to know? Who's um, to know? They but I think they Tennessee, cover. They beat the Rams. They beat the Rams by 17. Like, so you're like San Fran, looking good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about San Fran. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and then finally, last one. Oh, what a matchup! Always, always great to see these two go head to head. It's Buffalo at Kansas City. Kansas City, two and a half point favorites. I thought we'd both pick the same here. I think either team can win this. Yep. But I went I went Kansas City Chiefs, the Mario special they're playing at home. Also, um, they're two and two. They need this. They need this win. They're playing with a little fire in their bellies. Um, Bills at three and one. Rest of their division looks like shit. Uh, except maybe the Patriots are okay. Um, so I, I don't think the Bills are uh, have as much on the line here. This is not Ooh. a winner, a winning or like go home kind of game. Like the Chiefs aren't going to be out of it if they lose this game, but they're currently last in their division, down by a game on every single team in their division, and then on top of that, they'll have a losing record if they lose this game. There's fire in these guys' belly in front of the home fans, and I I, I just think they'll pull it off. If you put me over like a touch uh, over a field goal and it's three point five, maybe I'm a little more reserved here. But that, my guess is Kansas City wins, and with a small spread like that, I'm willing to put the chips on them. So my thoughts here: Buffalo, Kansas City. I think you kind of just said like, oh, it's not a lot of urgency for Buffalo. I disagree. I think Buffalo feels it in their veins, and they're like, okay, guys, like everyone I thinks. Bet. Everyone thinks this is an AFC like conference, uh, AFC championship game preview, and mm-hmm. I think like you need to come here and make a statement where it's like, hey, Kansas City has been the big bad guy these last couple of years. Like we're gonna show up. Like well, this is Buffalo's time now. I think it's a really big locker room energy in this for Buffalo. I think you're coming off a shellapping of Houston. I think I mean- all of that's coming. It's all in your favor, right? Buffalo, the last three weeks, scored 35-43-40. So that offense is clicking just like we thought it would going into the season. Um, but, the and, and Kansas City, probably scoring very similar numbers. Uh, but 
the, both offenses pretty even. But then when you look at Kansas City's defense, it's like a, a piece of fucking tissue paper. And when you look at Buffalo, they beat the Dolphins 35-0, to zero, and they beat the Texans 40-0. to zero. Like, two times they held a team to zero fucking points. That defense is tough. So yep. you have two great offenses going against a shit defense and a super good defense. Uh, I can see why someone will pick Buffalo. But I'm going with intangibles here, things that we can't see on paper. And I'm thinking... I, I um, love that. City pulls it off. This is going to be a good game. Maybe Buffalo pulls it off in the uh, playoffs. Who knows? Okay. Mario, uh, let's head over to our 5x5s five here. Not love that. that. One out. These should be fairly quick here. I have posted mine. Here I was gonna put it in the other thing. In the uh, web waiters. Filter in there. Yeah, I see. Let's see. Okay, we got in web wager sheet. Okay. We don't. Have, we don't have the player here though. One second. Doing it live, yeah, folks. Grab him. Our first player that we're going to talk about is the QB Aaron Rodgers. I have him in the 6 to 10 range. You have him in the 6 to 10 range. We have a lot of similarities this week, Mario. Almost all of them. We have two different. <laughs> so Aaron Rodgers, one of our similarities. We both have him finishing <laughs> 6 to 10. We think he's good, but without the legs, my thoughts are he's not really top five unless he has one of his best games. I don't know that that happens this week. Yeah, Tim feels right to me. He's not going to light it up. He's going to do enough to win. Yep. Najee Harris uh, is our running back, number 10. Um, I have him going 11 to 15. Uh, I think I have Pittsburgh winning. So if they win, I don't think Big Ben's doing it. So I think there's a <laughs> touchdown in his future. But I don't think he goes crazy. I'm looking at like 13 points or so. Um, so I'm thinking... 11 to 15 maybe maybe 16 points somewhere in that range i'm thinking he you, flirts uh, with 11 to 12 points scored if that i could see nine i could see a sub 10 game denver's gonna play um them really tough they got a great defense and they know big ben's gonna not gonna kill play them the run too yep so big Ben's not going over your head for 40 yeah so you have in the 16 to 20 range next up we both selected ridley to be in the 26 to 30 range almost went 35 um, here like. <laughs> yeah, neither of us picking like the 50 plus or whatever. Uh, we don't think he's not going to show up. He's not that dead yet. It's yeah. kind of a hedged bet, right? Like, man, does that offense look like shit? But also, they're going against the Jets. I, I don't know. He'll be like 26 to 30, something like that, it looks like. Um, so we're tied there. We also think uh, the same on Pitts. Same offense here. We both think 11 to 15. I don't know. He get get 50 yards, maybe. Maybe like 20 yards and a touchdown or something. Like yeah. He's not going to be too strong. Um, then not we have our second him. difference. Joseph here. <laughs> Joseph. Um, no one knows the team he's on. Joseph's probably on an NFL team. I believe he's on... Um, shit. I knew nice. At one point. <laughs> if you listen to the beginning of the episode... I'm looking yeah, it up. He's on. He's on some fucking team. I feel like it's Greg NFC Joseph, Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. That was it. Yeah, we talked about it when you asked. Yeah, um, currently ranked ten in the league. Ooh. Well, I got him going six to ten here. 
against a, a shitty Detroit um, defense. I think Minnesota drives and stalls because their offense is um, flighty. They're, they're sometimes good, sometimes bad. Um, so I think they'll do good a couple of uh, a couple of downs and then stall kick field goals. So I have him six to ten. You have him eleven to fifteen. I do think we've probably captured his range in those ten uh, slots we're covering. Agreed. And last but not least, Titans defense. We have agreed. Yeah. Um, both in the eleven to fifteen range. That's it. They're playing Jacksonville. But Jacksonville looked good against uh, Bengals last week. They're getting better and better each. The one thing Meyer was not bullshitting about is that team, at least offensively, looks better and better each week. Still not good. Um, Titans lost to the Jets. So it's like they just lost to a bad team. Um, Jets scored in the 20s there or more. Um, so, like, Jacksonville potentially getting the 20s for sure. Um but also potential to be shit and throw some picks, maybe a defensive touchdown in there. So it's kind of like a hedged bet, 16 to 20 range, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, so let's do that. We're going to post our picks here in our web wagers. So, Mario, if you'd like to go grab, I have themed up again. It worked so oh, well last week. It I did. It, do it again. It's disgusting how well all M players <laughs> did. But it worked. Uh, the only problem is you got to stretch sometimes. So oh, let's God. See. Let's see it. That's my picks for this week. Let's see yours. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. Remember, Danny Dimes, uh, in the way that we do this. Oh, shit. I got to switch my defense around. In the way that we do this, um, could be interesting to see. Um, it might not capture Danny Dimes if you try and pick him again. The way that we sort our sheets here. Just so you yeah. Know, for your own <laughs> reference. Yep. We got QBs. Kirk Cousins going against Danny Dines. Um, Mario, He's like a top this? five quarterback. And you just said Kirk Cousins. Uh, we talked about it at the top of the show when I was mentioning phonies. Yeah. We think Kirk Cousins is the problem there. Yes. <laughs> and You're also picking. playing Detroit. Ooh. And here's the other thing you forgot. What's that? His name starts with C. Oh, my God. <laughs> Got me there. And I needed. Who else am I picking? <laughs> it was like between him and I forgot. I don't even remember who the other. See, uh, Case Keenum is he still in the league? I don't. I don't think it was him. No, there's someone who was okay. I just Mac with a capital C at the end. Yeah, that, that was. <laughs> Next up for our running backs, we have Chubb versus Barkley here. Car. Mario, why are you picking Barkley? Car is the quarterback with a C. I picked Barkley. Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah. Barkley's him, I... kind of on the upswing. Uh, he started the game real shit. I was hoping for one more shit week, and then I was going to try to target him. But he popped off too early. And I think he's going to pop off again. I think the Cowboys have a very good secondary. So I think Barkley's going to have to do some work here. Yeah. You it's got Chubb. It's an interesting game. I like that. Um, Chubb, look, they're facing the Chargers. Could get down early. Could have to throw a lot. It's a risky pick. Um, but I can see him getting touchdowns this game. I think he's going to score, get in the end zone, um, and his name starts with the C. Yep. <laughs> Next, we got wide receiver. I picked Justin Jefferson. Wide receiver. You picked Jamar Chase, two names that begin with he's J. Stacking on my cousins. Yeah. The reason I picked him 
They're playing in Detroit, like you said. I could see an easy <laughs> 150 yards, a touchdown, 90 yards, two touchdowns, anything in that kind of range. I'll take it on my uh, undefeated fantasy team. Um, I have Jamar Chase, who you will take in uh, your home league. Yep. I'm sure a good game out of him. Uh, surprisingly, like the C, uh, C last name, I was it, it was rough. I had a C first name I was going with for the wide receivers. But then I was like, I saw Jamar Chase. I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. I don't necessarily believe in the dude the most that anyone's ever believed in someone. But I was like, they're playing Green Bay. They're going to be losing. Yep, the they got a slant here. I like that pick. Um, next. Next up, I have Cook. You have Kittle uh, at tight end. Finally pulling the Kittle card. This is the game he breaks out, Mario says. This is the game. I'm going to mention it quick. Uh, it was either last year or two years ago where Arizona was just far and away the worst team at defending the tight end. They've gotten much better at defense, but that still always stuck with me. Uh, Kittle's due for a game, and I already mentioned that I think this is like a yep. wacky game that San Fran wins. How does San Fran win? By giving Greg Kittle the ball. Good old Greg Kittle coming in for his brother George to fill in for the day. You got um, Cook. <laughs> <laughs> the man who cook i got roasted for having as a second tight end pass that up? <laughs> yeah you're gonna pass up the greg kittle you said yeah greg kittle yeah we're just moving past it all right 100 what's there to all say right, cook not a lot not a lot of c tight ends welcome to the team that's it that's all i got for him he he scores a touchdown once in a while and let's hope he does this week great breakdown kickers yep you got carlson maybe I got gay. Um, truthfully, I don't remember. Can't score less than one. That's, oh my god! That's my theory. Carlson can't, can't hurt me two weeks one. in a row. I refuse I to believe gay. it. He's great. So uh, he's he's on the Rams. Pick, but... Um, yep. Rams, Seattle. I think that's gonna be a good game. I could see some High field goals. Game. Exactly. I could see I could see some holds. Not the penalty. Yeah, I think that's a great pick. Last one. One point last week. Not, yeah, I know. I know he did. Uh, last but not least, we got your Carolina Panthers, my Denver yeah. Bronco, my Denver Broncos against the Steelers. I mentioned it earlier. Big Ben's going to have a really bad time. I think Denver gets at least six sacks here. I would. Right. I could see a pick. I could see a pick six. It's going to get ugly. Yeah, I picked Philly to beat Carolina. Um, Carolina's defense looked pretty good. I think Philly will handle it. I think... Um, Part of that is going to be Hurts. Um, yeah, good hedge. Um, so what I did was I picked the team that starts with a C, and <laughs> uh, that's the Carolina Panthers. They're, they'll probably be okay. I don't think they'll – you know, they had them at like seven or something like that in the rankings, and I'm like, I don't know if they'll be seven. Like, I think Hurts is actually going to do okay. Um, but they start with a C, so here they are. I didn't want to pick Cleveland. I was going to say, you got a lot of options to see. We got Cincinnati, Chicago, Cleveland. Right, right, right. But you got Colts, to factor in. Chargers. You got to factor in, like, who I already picked, which is Cleveland's defense. Mm, I ain't paying attention they to that. The, they were off the board for me. And then it's like, are you picking freaking Cincinnati? You think Cincinnati's going to hold down the fort? You know, against Green Bay? That's your pick? Go Chicago versus the Raiders, maybe? But uh, other than that, other than that, Carolina 
is the best defense out of those and also is facing uh, the, the worst of the teams. I also now just this, realize uh, yeah. we, did, we did this in the week six part. We'll figure that oh, out afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. More reverse that. But what a beautiful week five. Yeah, you love you love to see it. Um, just everybody uh, giving it their all. Um, let me get rid of these guys. Actually, I'll wait until you copy paste it. It doesn't need to be done now. That's I'm it, ready man. to get some more points on you, Mario. Build my lead over the season. Uh, win just like my fantasy teams have done over your fantasy teams. And I'm just excited to be here. To go. <laughs> <laughs> what a reprise that's it folks like <laughs> subscribe share follow us on twitter send us you know the handle to our post box that's it anything Thanks else brady listening no that's it for me all right mazel tov everybody mazel tov shabbat Peace. shalom see you later